Hello, how's everyone doing today? Today we're going to be talking about how I got into fitness, mainly mainly into weightlifting. So in high school, I was a, uh, a high school athlete, I guess you can say. I used to play basketball. I never made it to varsity, but I did play varsity basketball in AAU. And when you get into high school, 14, 13 if you're on the younger side, you you're very small-bodied, and when you go into sports, especially high school sports, you're going to be playing against people that are a lot bigger than you and stronger than you, faster than you. So you have to start lifting weights. And I didn't, I didn't really start lifting weights until I was about 15. When I was 13 and 14, freshman year in high school, I didn't, I didn't need to weightlift because I was already on the freshman team. You know, I, I wasn't gifted. I wasn't good. But I was good enough to make it on the freshman team, which was perfectly fine for me because it's high school basketball. It's my first year. We're just we're just getting into it, you know. So freshman year was great. We had an amazing team. We went 29 and 0, except in this one tournament, we lost in the championship game off of a half court shot last second of the game. Unbelievable shot. It hurts. To this day, it still hurts. Anyways, okay, that's that's another story for another time. Anyway, so at the end of my freshman year, my dad told me that I needed to get stronger. And we had a weightlifting coach, our strength conditioning coach at, at my high school, Coach Ed. Now, Coach Ed, he was the guy. If you ever wanted to get stronger, he would teach you how to lift. So this was the guy that I needed to talk to, but I was scared. I was 14. Didn't want to go talk to this grown man. I didn't want to go tell him I'm, I'm weak. I need him, you know, but I needed to do it. So after one tournament, my sophomore year in summer, uh, my dad made me go talk to him. And I was this timid, scared little boy who asked my coach if he could train me. And that summer... We started working together. We started doing chest, bench presses. That was his thing, was bench pressing. All we did, bench press, bench press, bench press. He used to bench press like 365. And at the time, he's like 50. Jacked. Absolute unit of a coach. And it was great. And as I work out with him, he starts to bring more of the basketball guys over. So we have people that are varsity working out with us. We have people that are in JV working out with us, sophomores, and some freshmen. Not a lot of freshmen, but mostly varsity, juniors, sophomores. And that was me, one of the sophomore kids. So we would work out three times a week. It was always like a uh, Monday, Wednesday, Friday kind of thing. All we did was chest. All we would do was bench. And could you imagine... Taking up a bench press with 10 to 12 guys, we were there for hours. I'm talking two, three hours on this bench. Insane. Insane. That's all we would do for hours. Bench press. And I, I, I started getting stronger. I started to see it. I started to feel it. He, he would have little challenges for us. We would, we would do... <clears throat> we would do as many reps as we can at 
at starting weight. So at the time I was like 140 pounds, if that, maybe, maybe 150. Highly doubt it. Probably like, probably like 140, 130, easily. So I was only benching like 80 pounds at the time, which is fine, whatever. So as I start progressing, I start getting bigger and I see it in my chest. I feel stronger. It's great. Go to the games, feel a little bit stronger, you know, maybe able to hang around with the guys, push some guys around, but not too crazy because I was a, I was a shooting guard and point guard kind of, but my ball handling was, yeah, it was, it was dog shit, but you know, whatever. So as I'm lifting weights, my sophomore year, I get stronger. We do really well that year. Uh, we have another high scoring season. Don't remember off the top of my head, but I think we're like 29 and like play like 35 games or something like that. So like 29 and like four, 29 and six, some, somewhere around there. So I'm starting to get stronger. So I, I, I finally put up 135 on bench. Mind you, we're still benching into my junior year. This is all we're doing is benching. So I'm about 16 at the time. Still doing bench. Chest is growing. We're having fun. Coach Ed's still with us. We still got the same eight, eight to nine guys. And we're still hitting bench only. But as I'm starting to fall in love with weightlifting, I'm starting to look into more things to do than other just than just hitting bench. So he would have me work on my arms. We do triceps. Not a lot of biceps, not a lot of back exercises. He wasn't really like a, a back exercise kind of guy, which is fine. He's older, you know, can't expect much. But he's still the guy, still, on bench. Still repping 385 now. Killing it, absolute animal. So, as, as I start to get stronger and I start to learn more, I start to get more curious as to what I want to do in the gym. I kind of have a year in a rebel now, so I kind of have a little routine. Monday, Wednesday, Friday, we bench. Two, three hours, sometimes four, depending on how many guys come. Still getting stronger. Bench is going up. Hit 135, 155. Starting to feel good about myself. That season, he gives us a challenge. And the challenge is, if anyone could bench 200 pounds for one rep, for one, one rep max, he would take us out to, to get a steak dinner. And his steak dinner's Outback Steakhouse. But, you know, it's steak. And as a high school student, high school kid, you don't eat steak that much. So that's kind of something you're willing to work for, right? Long story short, I never got it. Never even got close to it. I think I got to 150, 160, actually. Watching everyone else hit 200. Fun time. We So my friend Emmanuel hits 200. And we look at our coach and we say, hey, we're still getting steak dinner. He's like, fuck yeah, we're all going to go get steak dinner. We thought he was kidding. He ended up taking us to 
the steakhouse, Outback Steakhouse. We all got steak. It was awesome. Fun times. Great memory. So that was sophomore year. Going into junior year. Did I just backtrack? Maybe we're at junior year now. Anyways, now junior year. Let's just let's just go to junior. I don't, I don't know where where I'm at, but we'll say junior year. So so junior year is when I actually start to get a feel for fully weightlifting, other than just benching. So Monday, Wednesday, Friday, bench with my coach. Before he comes in, I would come in, try to do something like back, never hit legs. I just would not hit legs. I didn't, I did not want to walk around like a penguin because my legs hurt. You know, I need those things. I'm not doing that. Only upper body. So as we're doing upper body, we would take weightlifting, get stronger and apply it to our game. But the thing about weightlifting and getting stronger is it's really, really, really hard to weightlift and then go play a basketball game right after. You just feel like jello. You you're you feel like the ball is two pounds when it's actually seven to nine pounds. You know, you shoot it and it just it just flies. It goes crazy over the basket. And I had to learn how to essentially play basketball after lifting weights so now comes season time my junior year I try out for varsity for varsity first day first day of practice we're doing suicides if anyone knows what basketball and what a suicide drill is basically there are essentially four lines on the court right you have your two baselines you have your half court and then you have so that's three lines right and then you have your two lines for the top of the key on both sides so essentially sorry not four lines you have like five or whatever basically a suicide is you would start at the baseline okay you'd run up to the top of the key touch the line come back run get to half court touch the line, come back, run to the opposite side of the key, on the opposite side of the court, touch that line, come back, run all the way down to the other side of the baseline, other side of the court, touch that line, come back. That's one suicide. So we had to we had to run as warm-ups. We'd have to run like 5 to 10, whatever. Nothing, nothing crazy, okay? First step on the very first suicide, I hear this loud pop. And I fall instantly in pain, can't move my right leg. I have no idea what's going on. All I know is that I have a lot of pain in my right hip. So I I fall at the free throw line. So I have to crawl from the free throw line to the sideline so I don't get ran over by my teammates because they're still in practice. They're still trying out right now. So basically... I'm injured, and I have to figure out what is going on with my hip. My coaches ask me if I'm okay. I say no. 
I try to stand up and take one step, instantly fall again. I knew something was wrong. I go to the trainer, and she makes me do a stretch where I sat on the table. At the end of the table, I hung my right leg off the table, and I leaned back, and she watched my leg just dangle there. And she said, she started touching up my leg from my knee to my thigh to see if anything hurt. And I said, no. The closer she got to my hip, I said, yes, that's where the pain is at. She was like, can you move your leg upwards? I tried to lift my leg up, did not move. She said, it's probably your groin that you just tore. Probably not tore it. I probably strained it. That's... Let's just go with straining. I'm pretty sure I strained it. So that whole season, that was a season-ending injury technically because it was tryouts. First day of tryouts, I don't make the team. So that whole year, I just completely lost all motivation. Didn't lift. Didn't work out. Didn't go to basketball practice because I wasn't on the team. I just didn't care. I canceled my gym membership. And I started getting a little fat. I started getting a little chunky around the waist. And I was just like, man, this, like, whatever, whatever. I was a little fat, okay? It's, it is what it is. So my junior year's over. Nothing, but I still have AAU, right? And AAU is technically year-round, but it normally picks up around the summer because high school, high school basketball is no more. And that's all that I would focus on. So as I, as I would focus on that and get back into AAU season, then I would get back into weightlifting, get back into my routine. But I was still holding a little extra fluff, you know? So that was a tough summer, my junior year. Senior year, we get back into it again. We have tryouts in November-ish. I get back with my coach, get back with Ed, Still doing the same routines. Monday, Wednesday, Friday. Bench pressing. Doing it all. Only bench pressing. Amazing. This time the group has gotten smaller. But it's been with the same core guys that go all the time. We had two twins. Conway twins. Always went. Absolute animals. Football stars. Quarterback tight end. Just units. And we had my other friend, Tony Kawaguchi, who would go. My other friend, Steven. We would have Michael McCarthy go. And uh, Steven Zabalas and Paul Zabalas. That was, that was like our core, I don't know what that was, like seven people, something like that. Some, something like that. And that's all that we would, that's all that we would do. We just weight lift together, two, three hours, just us. So come to come to tryouts. I feel strong, not as fast, but I'm strong. I can still feel my injury when I'm running. Feel this tightness in my hip that never really went away. It was healed. I can move. But it's just a nagging pain, you know? Like, it's just like, it's tight. Like, someone's holding on to your, to your leg when you try to run. And that season, didn't make the team. For whatever reason, didn't make the team. Perfectly fine. 
but then I spiral back into that losing motivation kind of thing. Lost motivation, didn't want to do shit. Senior year, didn't want, you know, senior year. Why do I want to focus on weightlifting? You know, it's my senior year. I get to, this is it. Focus on that. Come to the end of my senior year, I I, I graduate. I, I'm, I'm 19 now at the time, or 18, rather. And the gym and fitness is all that I have left. Because within that three to four year span of me weightlifting, I, I, I loved it. But I didn't know what I was doing. So I felt like within those three to four years, I had a decent foundation, but I actually didn't know what I was doing. What I mean by I didn't know what I was doing was my technique was shit. My form was bad. I was ego lifting. I thought I was putting up weight when I really wasn't putting up weight. Um, I think I barely got to 200 with bench pressing, something like that, you know, just only hitting chest and arms like an absolute animal. But around 18 19 is when i is when i got i got interested in in youtubing videos um of form how to bench properly how to squat properly all that fun stuff that you need to learn to build a great foundation so you can start putting up more weight and get stronger essentially so there's three people that i really 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 watched continuously religiously every time they put up a video i was the first person to watch it learned so much from them they honestly helped me out so much in my in my early years of learning how to do stuff one was matt ogus who is a gym shark uh athlete the other one's steve cook who was a gym shark athlete as well and the other one was christian guzman who is the owner of Alphalete. So I I've first knew about Steve Cook because it's Steve Cook. You know? He was, at the time, he was the optimum, optimum nutrition athlete, like the, the face of the company. He was super knowledgeable, obviously great physique, knew what he was talking about, and really had great videos on step-by-step processes of how to do things with Matt Ogus, who was a gym shark athlete. He really helped the foundation for correct technique on my form and squat. There's a lot of stuff that goes on in your compound movements, which are your, there's three compound movements. It's your squat, your bench press and your deadlifts. So for squatting and benching were my, were my worst lifts at the time. Terrible. My bench, I was like bird chested. Didn't put up any weight. I was bad form. I was lifting with the flat back, which is funny because I, in high school, my PE teacher, who was our, uh, we had a, she had a, a uh, fitness class. It was like uh, she had a weightlifting class, <laughs> and uh, she ha- she has an amazing video of my first time benching with 135 with a flat back. <laughs> so I I 
unrack the weight while I'm benching. My back, black, my back is flat. My legs are all over the place. My my knees aren't set. Nothing set. So I go, I go to press. As I'm pressing, I start to give out on my right side. So instantly the bar drops to the right side, and the weight on the right side falls off completely off the bar. As it falls off completely off the bar, it shoots to the left side, and the left side weight drops, but the bar goes flying. And ironically, without my knowledge, my teacher is recording the whole thing, and she just gets me eating shit on t on on her on her cellular device on video and <laughs> it was great because that was my first real video of just completely eating shit and seeing how bad my form was so i made it my priority to get better form and that's what matt ogus came in she gave me great form great technique on how to build a bigger and better chest squat all that fun stuff. And for Christian Guzman, Christian Guzman was the the organic YouTuber who was very into fitness, who would document all of his 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 lifts. He would document how he trained, why he trained, and what his his do's and don'ts were which i admired because i at the time i didn't know what i was doing and for someone to tell me that they were doing the exact same mistakes that i was doing really made me feel good because not only did i feel at the time that i was just stupid but it really made me feel better knowing that someone else is going through the same trial and error that i'm going through and that i can learn off of what he did wrong and what he did to correct himself. So when I see the same things that I'm doing wrong, I can correct myself by watching how he corrected himself and all that fun stuff. So those are the three three people that I watched from age 18 to about 20, 21. So that was on the lifting side. On the nutrition side, I didn't have any nutrition at all. In high school, I used to get $5 three times a week by my dad. So that's about $15, right? So $15, I would save up money until I got a job. I would save up those $15 a week, and I, and then I would ball out and just get a shit ton of McDonald's. McChickens, everything. McDouble, fries, going absolutely crazy with it because I was a high school kid I didn't care you know you eat like shit you go burn off the calories your metabolism's through the roof poop it out in 20 minutes you're good to go right so that's all I did was eat like shit didn't know anything about nutrition from from that time when I was 18 to 21 is when I really truly started to consider what I put into my body I would consider how to how to gain weight because i was i was very very light for an 18 year old i think i was what five ten five nine like 150 pounds what with the fupa you know a little a little 
a little bump in the stomach, you know, some fat, some fluff on the sides, you know, wasn't looking too hot. So I needed, I needed to, to really look into nutrition. And I didn't think that when I weightlifted that it really mattered what I put into my body. I, that's not something I think about. I just think about going to the gym, weightlifting, and, and that's it. You know, I don't have a hard training session, go get McDonald's again. I was 19. I didn't care, you know. But as I learn about nutrition, it really helped me build a better physique and better foundation for weightlifting, which is essentially what I what I was only cons- only eating for was just weightlifting. I was not doing sports anymore. I didn't have the desire to play sports anymore. I still love sports. Don't get me wrong. Everybody should be doing sports. I play basketball only, and I love it. To this day, I still love it. Am I good at it? No. Was I good at it? Nah. Nah. Maybe. But right now, negative. I cannot play. And that's just because I'm just weak-minded and I, I don't want to practice anymore, you know. Something I, I can't control, but I can control weightlifting because I can physically see, you know, me getting bigger. And I, I like that. And so when I started learning about nutrition is when I actually started to see my body change. So from 18 to, 19, 18 to 20 is when I started learning about nutrition and I started to get a better feel for doing actual lifting programs. I I never I never actually bought a program. I didn't I didn't I don't have the money for that. Some some of these programs are expensive. I and and it is what it is. But you gotta do what you gotta do. And for me, I would just learn off of YouTube. I would find a lift, try to go execute it. If I did it wrong, then I did it wrong. Did I know that? No. What I would do is I would just look at the video, see what he did. I was like, okay, cool. I'm going to try that. If, if I look like him, then hey, apparently I'm doing it right, you know? So that's what I would do. And this is when I actually started to incorporate other things than just chest and, and arms. Started to work on my back, work on my legs do do compound lifts appropriately and and get my technique down and all that stuff and it was it was a fun time because i had absolutely no idea what i was doing but just the strict love for it which made it so much fun and 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 amazing for me and that's that's something that I, I admired about weightlifting was that even though I was doing it wrong, I still saw results, which it's it's a beauty, the beauty in struggling, you know, you struggle, but in the end, you see results, the outcome is great, you get stronger, so name the game, get stronger every day, right, so from 21 to 23, is when I actually started putting in the time to learn nutrition. And not just learning nutrition in the sense of like, what should I eat? What are other people eating? What kind of diet plan should I do? Do I even want to do that diet plan? Does that even look like fun to me? But really experimenting with my body, what I will, I will react to, 
right? The only way you will ever really know if a diet works for you is through trial and error. You have to eat it, work at it, see how it goes. If you see the results, clearly something's working. If it's not working, then change it. So I self-taught myself all this stuff about basic nutrition. Am I a nutritionist? No. Am I smart? No. Am I a doctor? Fuck no. But everything's on the internet. You can find it all on the internet and just do it all through trial and error, right? Now, if you have allergens, like if you're allergic to nuts, don't don't go eat nuts, even though it's healthy fats. Don't do that. Don't eat anything that you're allergic to just because you want to get stronger and look better. That's just silly. Okay, people? Don't do that. So from that time, I really learned how to properly make diet plans for me, just me. Fast forward to now, 25, super old. I'm fat, but I got a lot of muscle on me. I still have a FUPA, but I know how to get rid of that FUPA because I've been dieting and and weightlifting properly, you know? And now I I love, love weightlifting. It is going to the gym is part of my routine now. When I started lifting nine years ago, did I think that I really needed this this much? No. I just fell into this because off of pure enjoyment, curiosity, excitement, and love for something that I stumbled upon because my dad forced me to lift weights with my coach because I was a I was I was like a buck thirty going into high school and I needed to get stronger because when you're doing any kind of sports, if you're not pushing your body to the limits and getting stronger every season, every year, then you're just gonna get outclassed and you're gonna get outworked because you're too little and that's the way it is. And for my dad, I really I really enjoy and find happiness in knowing that he pushed me to do something that I, I essentially fell in love with. I I used to love basketball. Like I said before, I do love basketball. But you I can't do that every day just because I suck at it. Weightlifting and eating properly, that's you don't just do it. You have to live that shit. Like eating healthy, that is it for the rest of my life. I I I have to eat healthy. Yes, you can have a cheat meal here and there, you know? But generally speaking, you want to be as healthy as you can. Always. And with weightlifting, I go absolutely crazy if I don't weightlift. It's like it's therapeutic for me, you know? Weightlifting, it's not just pushing my body to the limits. It's it's mental as well. But that's another that's another story and another time where I'll go more in, in depth of what I mean by the mental games of weightlifting. It's a lot more mental than you think. And and it's a beautiful thing when you are able to train not only your body but your mind and see results in both your mind and your body. You only get one of these, man. You only get one body. Treat it well. You only get one brain. Use it wisely. Because if anything happens to it, you don't, you're not going to get another one back. You might be able to get a new body, maybe, with, with all this new technology. What, what I, I mean, I'm just ranting. I'm just ranting now. 
but that's that's essentially how I got into weightlifting and and fitness and uh, what a beautiful rant that was huh 30 30 minutes down many more to come um, so yeah I'm really I'm really excited for where I'm at today with my weightlifting with my basic nutrition all self-taught you don't need to spend so much money on nutrition guides and all this stuff you just need to just go through the trials and tribulations trial and errors you know just find out what what foods will work for you eat those foods stick to something that you can stick to something that'll make you happy and won't make you go crazy because you feel like you can't eat certain foods but also remember that one cheat meal won't kill you. And it's it's well-deserved when you work hard for it. Thank you for your time. We'll be coming up with more episodes shortly. Thank you so much. Talk to you later.